to give him ads that exist from around the entire world. Today, I have the amazing privilege to be interviewing Shulam Lemmer. Shulam, how are you doing? I am doing fantastic. Thank you. What an incredible, such enthusiastic welcome. I'm getting excited already. Amazing. All right. Can you be sure that's a little bit about yourself, your hobbies, what you enjoy doing, a little bit about your background? Let's hear. How much time do you have? As long as you need. And, uh, well, my name is Shulam Lemmer. I am a professional singer. And I wouldn't say just a singer. It's an entertainer and, uh, you know, making people happy. That's or sad sometimes through music. Um, grew up in Brooklyn and uh, now currently live in Tom's River, New Jersey. And I really enjoy what I do. This, this is my hobby. My hobby is inspiring people which is, like I said, sometimes making people happy, making people sad at the times when it's when needed. And uh, I love what I do. Beautiful. All right. So you're a singer. How did you get into such an intense job? What's the story behind you? Uh, who said it's an intense job? <laughs> it's an assumption. When you want to relax, don't you sing? That's the most relaxing job is we get to sing. Uh, but you're right. It is uh, a little bit of a sometimes intense uh, with preparing and travel and the, you know, the ups and downs, the adrenaline going from singing for that many people to you know, going back to your home and doing your regular. It's, it's sometimes it's uh, up and down. Um, but like I said, I love what I do. And how I chose to become a singer, I didn't really choose. It's uh, Hashem made it this way. I wasn't planning on becoming a professional singer. Uh, I started singing a little bit here, a little bit there. People people wanted to hear more, so I did it more often. And people wanted to hear certain type of things. An opportunity, one opportunity led to the other, and that's how things came about. So it was all, you know, meant to be. It was all bashert. It was all Hashem guiding me in the right direction. And I read, uh, I took the signs that this is what I need to do. Wow, beautiful. All right. So can you please describe to us what your job kind of looks like? What my job looks like? or what my, uh, Okay, so my job looks like this. It depends. It really varies on the day. So there's always... um. I would say it's it's two parts. Obviously, there's the events that you're doing, which could be weddings, bar mitzvahs, dinners, concerts that you need to pre prepare, you need to prep. So, you know, let's say tomorrow I'm going to Los Angeles for a wedding that I need to prepare and know the chuppah songs and know the arrangements. So even though you know the song, you have to make sure you know the arrangements. Like the intro goes once, then part A goes once or twice. And then the high part, and if there's a choir, who does what, when, and you have to know this. You can't have it written down. You have to remember each song, the arrangement, and the lyrics, and prepare your key. You know, it shouldn't be too high, it shouldn't be too low. Um, obviously, once you get there, you have to prepare the sound, sound check, make sure you hear everything, you're, you, sound, you're, you hear yourself, you sound good. Uh, that's the one aspect, and there's always things in the pipeline. Obviously, you know, you always have to prepare for certain things. Uh, if you if you have a staff, they take care of your bookings. But if not, that's part of your job, too. So it's a full-time job. People think that it's just, you know, you come to sing, but really it's 
run like a real office. And if you have a staff to take care of that, then you get to really just prep for the singing. That's the one aspect. The next aspect is trying to come up with creative new material for yourself, which is an album, singles, videos, creating your own content that actually keeps you um, relevant or keeps you new and keeps just even challenges yourself to come up with, uh, to dig deep and share your feelings and vulnerability and record it and, and do that. So that always, always, that also comes with the territory. You know, have to think about ideas and what to do and push yourself to be better and right. get a good song, get a, get a good lyric, get a good idea, get, you know, uh, those kind of things. So uh, those are mostly the uh, aspects of the singing. Obviously you have to keep your voice, make sure you're, Right. Always go to voice lessons or keep your, you know, keep your voice safe. Always keep warm. Always keep whatever. All those little things. That's for sure. But uh, more or less. Wow. Beautiful. All right. So what does preparation for the process of a music video or singing on stage, etc. Um, kind of looks like? Honestly, um, these are very good questions. So music video, usually you hire a, a company that will take care of the technical stuff. They will take right. care of the finding the location, getting the film crew, getting the actors if needed, uh, setting up those kind of things. But for myself, I just need to make sure that the vision of the video is aligned with my idea and it makes sense. You know, if someone comes with an idea, I want you to... Uh, go down with a race car and singing to Hashem, that's not going to work. It needs to obviously mean something to the song. Right. Um, that, and then it's usually knowing the song by heart and not only just the song, knowing every tiny little thing because you have to lip sync that. So even if there's a little um, bit of, what, whatever you see on the music video is the track that was already recorded months before. You don't hear anything. So it's only visuals being recorded. Right. In order for it to match exactly the audio, you have to know it. And sometimes you do a little bit of a, you know, uh, a run or a trill in the voice and you want it to reflect in the music video, it should, it should look really, uh, it should look real. Uh, so you need to know that by heart very well. And you sing it probably a hundred times because you take 10 times, 10 takes this shot and another 10 takes that shot and another 10 takes this shot and you sing it and sing it and sing it every single time. So the last music video I did, bigger music video, um, either Amar or even Butterfly was probably six to seven hours for a four minute song. Hey, it's that's so long. That's because, really but, long. Yeah, because even when you switch to a different location, you have to set up the lighting. So the lighting, you take a break, but the lighting continues to work and the setup and then and over and over again and then even when that's done that's the filming is goes to the editing the editing needs to prepare what goes when and what when do you show what and how do you bring this all together that's not my job that's why you pay an editor to do it it's like creating a whole film like it really is, it really is. It truly is and uh that's that's what makes it beautiful and it's a story it's not just oh this looks good this looks good why would you it's everything has a deeper meaning uh, try to capture a certain emotion that people can relate to uh, and, and and making sure everything's uh, that's far as a music video uh, what was the second question as far as being on stage being on stage oh so singing on stage I think uh, there's no prep really 
the all the prep comes before. You make sure to do sound check, to do rehearsal, so you know your stuff. Obviously, that's the most important prep. Right. Uh, anything else is just extra. Some people have anxiety, stage fright. Some people have nerves, uh, butterflies in their stomach. Some people more than others, and sometimes more than others. I've been more. Sometimes I've been more nervous when singing in front of ten to fifteen people than scheduled to sing to twenty thousand people. So why though? Like, what's the? It's. I don't know. I'm. I don't know. It's. Uh. It could be your mood. It could be if it's doing new th- new songs or new arrangements or a musician that you haven't used and you don't know right. if it. Or, let's say you sang a lot and you didn't sleep and you don't know if your voice is going to carry throughout the whole night. Uh, it could be a bunch of things. But usually, um, the nerves are before. Once you're once you're on stage, everything is uh much easier because you're having fun and you're trying to. Yeah or something you're out there for a mission you're there for the goal and i always you know start with the the capital to helen because at the end of the day we can be nervous we can plan we can do whatever we want it's all up to hashem and you know hashem gives you gives you this gift and wants you to accomplish something with it so you ask hashem please help me accomplish what you want me to accomplish with what you gave me wow wow beautiful all right what is something you really love about this job? Uh, inspiring people, I think, or touching people's hearts. Sometimes when, um, even when you go into a hospital, just to sing for people that will that are laying in bed for a week or so and singing one song makes such a huge difference to them uh that makes a huge difference or even just being with people at their happiest time in their life at a wedding or a bar mitzvah sharing that happiness with them and seeing everyone in the best moment that is also beautiful um and the feedback of people saying what the music has done to them and how inspired them and connected them and either you know to closer to Hashem closer to their family closer to their siblings to their children uh through the through the music it inspired them somehow it ignited something uh and to be able to do that for so many people is a beautiful thing wow beautiful all right this is a tough one ready i hope so we'll find out <laughs> what's something you really don't like about this job that is it's a good one well everything you do in life has its pros and cons and you take it as a package because this is what Hashem had planned for, had in plan for you. And we know everything is good, even though we don't see it. So I wouldn't say it's not good. Some things have challenges that we have to focus a little bit more to try and see the good. Mm-hmm. I would call it that more than, you know, it's not so good. Because everything is good. And we don't know it. We don't see it sometimes. Right. Um, the challenging part is, I would say a few things. I do a lot of Shabbosim as well. I'm the Chazen. I get hired to be a chazan in Baltfila for oh, wow. a lot of simchas and shuls. So I don't get to be home Shabbos a lot, which I'm trying to do that, you know, less. So I should be home more often. Um, another thing is um, sometimes, you know, you miss important things, uh, family events, because you're working, uh, missing your children's PTA or missing certain Hanukkah at home 
certain nights of Hanukkah or missing certain weddings or bar mitzvahs within your family. Um, that's challenging sometimes. But, uh, but, you know, it's like I said, it's all one package and I love what I do and everything comes with a price and I wouldn't right. for anything else. Right. Wow. Beautiful. All right. Is it hard to juggle your family and daily life, as you said before, um, with what you do? Yes and no, because like I said earlier, I don't get to be around during certain times, but at the same time, I get to be around when other people are usually at work. So if people have a general job, let's say nine to five or even 10 to four or something like that, they would have to be there. Uh, you know, growing up, I I don't think I remember seeing my father. He was early, woke up early to go to shul and then went to work and then came home maybe for supper and dinner. I didn't really. So that's most of the people like that. Right. But since I work mostly nights and I can schedule the other things around and more flexibility, um, I can be there for my kids in the morning breakfast and be there when they come home do homework and then go to the job later uh so everything has its pros and cons and like i said you know some things are easier some things are harder right um do you write your own songs and compose your own songs or you use other people's mostly use other people's but i've seen that my most successful songs i have written together with a composer so it's more of a joint project that I would say, I don't like that part. How about we have, we try to bring out a specific emotion in the song or yeah. it's not getting, you know, it's not going anywhere. I want this, I want that. I want to switch it. And my best songs were, were written that way. Wow. Wow. So it's more of a reflection of my feelings to that person in the song. Right. Right. That's true. Who's somebody you really, really admire? Hmm. In general, I think we can learn from everyone. If we look, we see the good in everyone and we can learn from everyone. Right. Um, including ourselves. We try to better ourselves each and every day and we see the good we see the good in ourselves as well. Right. Um with that being said, I think I try, try to live by that in a very conscious way where Every single day, when even on a daily basis, you go to shul, you go to school, you go to, and you look at someone like you get inspired. Oh, you realize how that person did something good and that that's something special, or even that person smiled more than a different person and made you feel good. And you're like, oh, wow, I'm going to smile more often to make other people feel good. Yeah. So it's more of a, not a one-time thing. Obviously, you know, you learn from the great people, from your parents and your your siblings or you know you have a Rebbe or a Rav or a, someone that you have way more guidance on a bigger scale uh and it's probably not one person but it's more it's also a a, a conscious cons constant thing that you always try to better yourself and learn from others right wow beautiful how do you deal with pressure and stressful situations what's stress <laughs> um what do you know about stress you're a young girl trust me i know a lot about stress really come on you have it's an easy life no 
But the truth is, um, just um, it, it happens. And when you get stressed, stressed out, first you you react, your your brain and body react and try to get stressed. And then you think, you know what? It's little really is in your control. Right. If it's really not in your control. Why are you stressing? It's not going to help. Right. I think I try to think that. And, you know, if, if it doesn't help, you could try to physically calm yourself down. Um, but experience teaches you most. So you get less nervous and less pressure. Um, I personally feel like I work best on the pressure. I get a lot of things done on the pressure. You're not the first person who said that, by the way. I just did a different interview today. And the guy was saying how he he only works on pressure. Like when he's not pressured, he doesn't get anything done. Yeah, it's not a great thing. And I have that too. But I wouldn't say I don't get only when I have pressure. I end up getting a lot more done when I'm on pressure just because you have no choice and you feel like... How? You can't. I was Whenever I'm on pressure, I don't get anything done. Like I was like... So on a roll, why, are you, why are you pressured? Because you have to get things done, right? So if you don't have to get things done, your pressure will go away. So that's obviously you have pressure because you have to get things done. So get things done right away. So the pressure will go away. Maybe. Right. I don't know. Maybe that's a logical response. Um, the question is, why don't you do it earlier? So right. I think like that right. sometimes. But, you know, if you have the right people around you, the right team or the right um depending on what you're working on with who you surround yourself they will try to also guide you and help you and be there for you at certain times make sure you get things done early enough to right. have the pressure right <clears throat> what is your most best and crazy memory throughout this adventure um this one is great memory being interviewed um by people that are that just want to hear about my life, it's interesting. But in general, I would say I'm gonna go back to the to the to the feeling of inspiring people because I started putting together uh, emails and text messages and stories of the impact it had on people and it's exciting. It's, it's more than just a good feeling of, wow, you inspired. It's, it's so cool. Wow. So someone just started keeping Shabbos because they listen to music or someone just, um, you know, got closer to Judaism. Someone just did this. Someone just did that. It's, it really is way more of a purpose. And that excites me. And there's right. a, there's a purpose that's guiding, that, that's pushing you. And, uh, you know, that's on the spiritual part and just for me too. But overall, the fun part, I get to travel the world. I guess I get to see a lot. And sometimes you know, many different co countries, many different states, all in a very short period of time and seeing different people, different cultures, different communities from all over. I try to you know, interact with them and be part of them and to, to connect with them more. That's the adventurous, exciting part. Right. By the way, how do you have enough money to go on so many flights? <laughs> That's a pretty good question, but generally speaking, um, when some if I need to go somewhere that um, I need to go sing somewhere, usually the customer pays for the flights also. Nah, they do. Of course, they want you to. If they want you to be there. They have to pay for it. So, but they're paying yeah. you for doing the gig. Depends, but usually. Um, yeah, usually you say, listen, this is my fee. 
And this is what I want to come home with. This is my fee. So all the other expenses, which is not just flights, it's flights, hotels, Ubers, sometimes food. But, you know, obviously everyone has different ways of doing that. And I can be petty and adding everything up. But generally speaking, it's the flights and hotels that are being taken care of. I personally do everything myself. I take care of everything because like that, I'm, you know, I've had my fair share of experiences where it wasn't the right flight or it wasn't the right hotel. So I take care of things but I get reimbursed by the client. Right, wow. Sometimes if it's easier, like you said, if it would be you booking, it was like, wait, I have to pay this and that, I would try to roll everything into one price. Right. What are your genes? What's something that you really, really want to accomplish? These are very good questions. Are you prepared or like off the, oh, okay, good. Cheater, cheater. <laughs> good questions. Because we all have dreams, we all have aspirations, and we all have um, goals. You know, some of them are, some have a million dreams. I have to put that in too. But uh, what are the dreams? I think it keeps on evolving, it keeps on changing. But for me right now, have a very grounded, stable life with you know family obviously being able to um easily provide for them and have my own time to do my own learning and and continue to inspire people for the right reasons and not just you know running after um money or fame or other random stuff just want to be where i am comfortably and continue to do what I do for the, all the right reasons. Wow, beautiful. By the way, this is not in the questions, but do you take singing lessons? Um, so singing lessons, you mean singing or voice or music or so vocal lessons, like to teach you how to sing from your stomach, whatever it is. Oh, so you have gone to lessons? Do you know singing from your stomach? So do yeah, you I take sing lessons. from your stomach? I take lessons. You do. So yeah. do you sing from your stomach? Yeah. You can't sing from your stomach. You're your voice is here. You cannot sing from you. You can only sing from hey, but you breathe through your stomach. You breathe through your stomach. Oh, that helps. Um, uh, if I do, um, not really. I should. I mean, yeah, here and there. I, I've studied, you know, quite a long time. So I have my own exercises and, and way of, but I, yeah, you always have to go back in for a, a tune up and to make sure you're in the right, the right direction. But I look right. at it that, I look at it like, you go to the gym right you don't necessarily have to go to a personal trainer every single day right, right but you have to go once in a while but you have to go to the gym you have to work out yourself so i try to warm up and do my vocal exercises every single day if not every other day hey so you do vocal exercises not like you're doing nothing for your voice no of course of course yeah doesn't necessarily mean you go to lessons or training but every once in a while i try to do training just to fix it a little no because what i do is i go to training right and then basically like right now i'm not taking it because i'm out of town i go to school but she left me let's say a cd so i practice oh. my exercises right. is that what you do so you take yeah. it once and then you yes i when i i have voice voice lessons that i listen to that i've been doing probably two three four five years ago sometimes i'll go back and do the lesson oh wow yeah that's really cool where i am in what I want to do, I remember at certain time. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. I'll wow, start. beautiful. All right, ready for the last question? Ready, always ready. What is a life lesson 
that you can teach us. This is why you were on here. So gotta be good. This is the main question. This is the take home lesson. Um, well, um, how deep do you want to get? How will, what, what's your audience? <laughs> Who is your audience? Everyone, honestly, everyone. There's people from like Williamsburg that watch my things. That's incredible. That's amazing. So a life lesson. Um, someone asked once the, the wisest man on the planet, which was Shlomo HaMelech. What is the thing? What is the best advice you can give me? What, you know, the story goes in a ring and only three letters could be on it. What are the three letters that I should be able to see and remind myself that's always going to make me happy? So Shlomo Amalek said, Gimel, Zion, and Yud. Gamze Yavr, this too shall pass. Which means when you're happy, don't get overexcited. The happy phase will pass. When you get too sad, don't stress it. This too shall pass. You're young. I'm young. We're all young. We have quite future, quite a big future ahead of us. Relax, take your time. Things will straighten out. Things will get better. Things will not always be as I just live in the moment and enjoy it. Look at all the good and really try to live as much as possible with, you know, with Hashem. Ta'alat is not just the thing when you're davening or when you're Really, we, you have, as if you have a best friend, a mentor, uh, you know, someone that you can always, I guess, discuss things with and talk through. And it's, it's it sounds cliche, but it really is a huge help. And when you live by that, you understand that Hashem is with you and does everything, it also makes makes it a lot easier. And that's helped me a lot more. Wow, beautiful. All right. Shalom Lummer, thank you so much for joining this video. Wonderful. And amazing, elevate yourself and you will be all here for more interviews and daily videos. Please, what's up the number? Um, 541 I'm gonna repeat again, 541 And don't forget to elevate the planet and let Hashem love And you. To be added to the email chat, please contact the number 541 604 8581